One morning, I woke up and there were two or three new articles out and I started reading the comments. And they were devastating. Um, they weren't about my work, they were about me. They were super personal. And they were the things that creative people play in their mind and then give up doing what they really wanna do. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to today's Philosopher Bite. If you don't know who Brene Brown is, I suggest searching her out, reading her books, and listening to her talks. She is a shame and vulnerability researcher who has an incredibly genuine way of sharing her message. Today's talk is about how Teddy Roosevelt's Man in the Arena speech changed her life. She spent years afraid to show up with courage by expressing her vulnerabilities, And it wasn't until she read this quote that something shifted inside her. Listen carefully, because it's a powerful quote. Here is Brene Brown. So I want to tell you about something that changed my life as a creative person. And it's a quote from Theodore Roosevelt. And it has completely, I mean... I know it sounds cheesy and cliche to think a quote can change your life, but sometimes when you hear something, when you need to hear it and you're ready to hear it, something shifts inside of you. And so my story is that I am a researcher and I never thought I would have a big public career. And so I did a TED Talk that went very viral. And in the wake of that, I was kind of everywhere for a couple of months on every CNN.com, NPR, it was everywhere and something I wasn't used to. And the marching orders for my therapist and my husband were do not read the comments online. So I read all the comments online. And so one morning I woke up and there were two or three new articles out and I started reading the comments. And they were devastating. Um, they weren't about my work, they were about me. They were super personal. And they were the things that creative people play in their mind and then give up doing what they really want to do. Like if I asked every single one of you, what would you try if you knew people would never say this about you? What would this be? It were, those were the comments that morning. Um, of course she embraces imperfection. What choice does she have? Look, what she, look how she looks. I feel sorry for her kids. Um, Less research, more Botox. Just mean personal attacks, the things that really, up until that moment, had inspired me to stay very small in my life and my career, just so I could avoid those things. So that morning, Steve and the kids leave. I stay home. I get on the couch, and I watch eight hours of Downton Abbey. And when it's over, I don't want to turn off Downton Abbey. 
because I then because the minute you turn off Downton Abbey, then it's like soccer practice and dinner and back to the mean people and maybe should I get Botox and maybe you know maybe if I stand still when I talk. Um, so I get out my laptop and I do a search for who was president in the United States during the Downton Abbey era. Have you ever done that? Like you, you're numbing with TV or a movie, and so when it's over, you just like stay in that space by like learning more about the actors and what's going on. Um, I've been doing this long enough to know this is like you're laughing with me, not at me. Um, so I put it in, and Theodore Roosevelt comes up, and a quote comes up, and I read it. And this is what it says. It's a quote from a speech that he gave in the early 1900s at the Sorbonne. And a lot of people call it the man in the arena speech. And this is the passage that changed, changes my life. It's not the critic who counts. It's not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done it better. The credit belongs to the person who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred with blood and sweat and dust, who at the best, in the end, knows the triumph of high achievement and who at worst, if he fails, he fails daring greatly. So the moment that I read that, I closed my laptop and this is what shifted in me. Three huge things. First, I spent the last 12 years studying vulnerability and that quote was everything I know about vulnerability. It is not about winning, it's not about losing, it's about showing up and being seen. The second thing, this is who I want to be. I want to create. I want to make things that didn't exist before I touched them. I want to show up and be seen in my work and in my life. And if you're going to show up and be seen, there is only one guarantee, and that is you will get your ass kicked. That is a guarantee. That's the only certainty you have. If you're gonna go in the arena and spend any time in there whatsoever, especially if you've committed to creating in your life, you will get your ass kicked. So you have to decide at that moment, I think for all of us, if courage is a value that we hold, this is a consequence. You can't avoid it. The third thing, which really set me free, and I think Steve, my husband would argue, has made me somewhat dangerous, is kind of a new philosophy about criticism, which is this. If you're not in the arena also getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. Period. I, I, you know, if you have constructive information, feedback to give me, I want it. And yeah, I'm an academic, I'm hardwired for wrestling around with stuff like that. If you say, hey, you forgot all this literature, or, hey, you should have done this, or terrible sentence construction over here. Like, let's go, let's, let's do it. I love that. But if you're in the cheap seats, not putting yourself on the line, and just talking about how I could do it better, I'm in no way interested in your feedback. I have listened to that talk many, many times because I know I need to convince myself that I need to keep going and I need to be willing to get my ass kicked. I wanted to take a few minutes and just share my personal journey. In the beginning, I was so terrified of putting myself out there. Why? For many reasons, to be honest, but the three biggest ones was I felt like I was an imposter. Who in the world is going to listen to a guy like me? Second, I was terrified, so terrified of just getting a thumbs down or a negative comment that would prove what my mind was already telling me, that I'm not good enough. 
And it would derail my motivation to keep chasing this dream or the seed that's been planted inside me that there's more that I need to do. And third, probably the strongest force pulling at me was I was afraid of what the people I know and the people I love would think. This one was eating me alive. What if I fail? How will I ever recover if I expose myself to everybody I know and then I bomb? Or worse, I quit. People would see failure in capital letters stamped across my forehead every time I meet them. Or at least that's what my mind convinced me was going to happen. In my mind, I was convinced it's better not to try, Herb. Or maybe it's just better to try, but keep the whole thing a secret so you can protect your highly sensitive ego. Ever had that feeling? Once you try to tackle your fears, I think this is inevitable. You battle that voice inside your head daily. The man in the arena speech opened my mind to a new perspective. It's not about winning. It's not about losing. Living to my potential is going to require the courage to show up. How could I find a way to show up even though I know I'm going to get my ass kicked by the simple act of having the courage to put myself out there? As Brene says, there is no courage without vulnerability. All I can say at this point is if you have a dream of something or you believe there's more to life than what you're currently getting, then let this speech by Teddy Roosevelt remind you, quote, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. End quote. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lambert. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.